Hi everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, the horror movie podcast from the Mailed Fuzz Podcast Network. School is in session, as always. Please <laughs> turn in your uh, protractors and we'll get started. I don't know what school is like, it's been like at least 10 years since I've been there. Yeah, so we talk about horror movies, now that you got that from that lovely introduction, but we uh, talk about horror movies from the past, past. and and the oh. present. present. Got it. Yeah. We're so in sync. Uh, it's also about motorbikes outside of Tim's house. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Hmm. I live right next to a, a motorcycle factory, so... Oh, that's, okay. I get, that's okay. I guess it's not a factory. I guess they just sell them. But yeah, it's a dealership. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that too. They're not a factory. They're not, they're not next yeah. door clanking, you know, metal together. And although I do have, uh, if we want to go on a tangent, I do have uh, a motorcycle story that was somewhat scary uh, over the weekend. Uh, you know, me and my brother and Mario were in San Francisco, uh, San Francisco, and like uh, when we were driving back. There's like something going on with this like bike gang that was like driving in like this intersection that we we're trying to get through and like we we're stopped at the light and we couldn't go forward because this bike gang was driving like in the intersection and like there were these like cops that were like uh they were on foot and they were just walking after them and the the motorcycles kept like driving off and like they kept like yelling stuff at the cops and i couldn't understand like what they were saying and everyone on the street had their cell phones out and they're like yeah you tell them you get them and i don't know it was very weird my god well i actually get to tell them at some point <laughs> in this episode um so this week we're covering another film that's recent uh, from this year came out in february mm-hmm. i believe although now it's had a home release mm-hmm. and that is the other side of the door now, this is our uh, second in our series of 2016 films where a white woman travels to an exotic land to save a loved one from ghosts. That, that wasn't really the plot of uh, <laughs> The Boy now, I know. Tim. I know. No, I wasn't talking about The, the Boy. I was talking about The Forest. Ah, yeah. Fair, yeah. fair point. Yeah, fair point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And of okay. course they're not that similar, but just for humor, folks, it's for humor. Yeah, there are some similarities. <laughs> I, I will agree that there are some uh, parallels which you could draw. Um, but yeah, it's called The Other Side of the Door. It's written and directed by Johannes Roberts, although he co-wrote it with Ernest Riera. And, uh, that classic pair. Yeah, that classic pair. Um, <laughs> now, last week I, was, I, I made a point of saying we'd had a string of about six movies in a row. They were all pretty good from this year, or late last year, right? Yeah. a pretty good string of movies, and the boy came in and crushed that. I'm sorry to say, I, Tim, I, I think... Was, I think some would disagree with that notion, but... <laughs> yeah, well, those would be wrong. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. However, I'm sorry to say that I think we are now in the second part of a streak of shit, because <laughs> the other side of the door was abysmally bad. Uh... Yeah, I kept waiting uh, for, like, the <laughs> other side. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, like, just, like, I just wanted the other side just to be the credits and just to <laughs> have this fucking thing end. It was awful. Yeah, so what yeah. we've been doing recently is we'll start spoiler-free and we'll we'll get to spoilers um, after a little bit and we'll give you a warning before we get to spoilers. Although, this, this is a case, like last week for me, where I'm going to just tell you, you know what? You shouldn't care. 
The movie's terrible. Just stick around and hear the spoilers. But we'll start spoiler-free in case you actually do care and you want to go watch the movie for yourself after you've heard the praise that we're going to throw at it. <laughs> right, so this stars uh, Sarah Wayne Callies from The Walking Dead and Prison Break. And... Two Walking Dead alums in a row for us. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because we, yeah, we had Laura Cohen last week. That is so weird. <laughs> Um, and Jeremy Sisto's in it, who I know mainly from Suburgatory, uh, which was a sitcom for a few years there. No, you don't. Okay, that's um, fine. Yeah, I wasn't familiar. But, although his daughter in that show was played by Jane Levi, who was in the awesome Evil Dead reboot, so, you know. Oh, nice. She made out much better than her dad <laughs> from that show. Um, so yeah, that, they play a couple who moved to India, because mm. something to do with his job and looking at antiques or whatever, and... <laughs> They move to India, they have two kids, and mm -hmm. their son tragically dies in a car accident, and Sarah Wayne Callis' character becomes a complete selfish bitch um, <laughs> in the wake of his death. And now if that sounds harsh, <laughs> let me let me explain why I say that. Mm -hmm. So her child has died. Fair play. That would that would mess with anyone's head, right? It would. Yeah. But she has That'd be horrible, she yeah. has a second child. Mm -hmm. She's a little girl who mm -hmm. is probably terrified, confused, doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And yeah, somehow, Sarah Wayne Callis' character is quite happy to attempt suicide. <laughs> you know, yeah. Fuck, fuck her husband, fuck, fuck the, the other kid, the daughter. I mean, she doesn't need you. Yeah. Selfish. No, that, that was awful. <laughs> yeah, um, that was awful. This, this is all early yeah. set up, by the way. I'm not getting into meaty spoilers here yet. Um, yeah. So that's the setup of the movie. Um, well, well, the real setup is that uh, the Indian housekeeper tells her of a mysterious temple with a door <laughs> in another part of the country which she can communicate with the dead. But she yeah. tells her the one thing, one thing she cannot do once she communicates with the dead is open the door. And what does the dumb bitch do? <laughs> yeah. The one thing that she's not meant to do, she opens the door. Well, I mean, it's so stupid, like, because who in their right mind would tell someone to go do that anyway? Oh, yeah, no, I agree. There's... I actually think that the, the first line of stupidity here is the Indian lady who's yeah. like, oh, you can go and talk to your son, but you can't open the door, right? And she knows fine well yeah. what's going to happen if she opens that door, because she later yeah. on when everything's going down, she's like, oh, my God, you open the door. It's like, if you knew it was this risk, why wouldn't you at least yeah. go with her and supervise her? Or, like, don't I tell don't... her. Like the, like what I was like thinking of is like if you had like someone who, you know, like was trying to lose weight and they were going on a diet and they're just miserable because, you know, they miss like eating like all the foods and stuff they used to like. And, you know, you wouldn't go to them and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to, I think you need, you know, some closure. So I'm going to take this like plate of pizza. And put it on this other side of the door if you want to kind of smell it, maybe talk to it a little bit, you know, go ahead. But uh, just don't, whatever you do, don't open the door and eat it. Like, no, of course they would, like, open it and eat it. Like, that's, like, I feel like you're taunting them. Like, you're probably saying, yeah. like, yeah, you're going to open the door. I yeah, know you're going to open the it's, door. It's like, it's, just, it's like putting a bottle of gin in front of an alcoholic who's, like, recovering. Yeah. You know, that, that, it's just, that is like, you can have a smell, but you can't drink it. Whatever you yeah. do, you cannot take a drink. Of yeah, course no they're one... going to take a drink. <laughs> yeah, like, no one is that. <laughs> uh, 
What's up, Tim? Sorry, my my cat's on the roof. It's usually my cats that are disrupting the show. I'm actually I'm, I'm happy that your cat's uh, causing trouble there. Oh dear. Trying to sabotage it. So yeah, she opens the door, and of course, you know, the mm. sun kind of appears back, kind of ghostly, but wrong and evil, and there's something else from the underworld coming for him, and that's the setup. I mean, it turns into a cliche fest of a a horror movie where there's no tone and some of the weirdest and shittiest edits that I have ever seen in a horror movie. Yeah. Um so that, <laughs> that that's the movie that's what the movie is. Yeah. Oh dear. It's uh I don't know. I like I said, I think the edits are really weird. There's a lot of really weird close ups. I can't really get specific about moments, but there's a lot of weird where it jumps into a close up but the movement doesn't really match what's going on. And mm-hmm. it felt really jarring. Um um, I mean, I, I I didn't really notice that specifically, but it's probably because I just don't have as much as like a technical eye, and you know, as you like, I don't mm. like I didn't really study film and stuff, so it probably isn't as apparent to me. But like, kind of the sense I got watching it is I just felt like it's very uninspired. Like there's mm. nothing that was like, you know, um, like nothing that was interesting about the shots. Like nothing that kind of drew me in and made me want to watch it. Or oh, yeah. I mean, seriously, everything that happens in this movie has been done better in other movies at some point. Yeah. Um, and what really occurred to me, actually, as I was watching it, is how much it was basically the same plot as Pet Cemetery. Uh, actually, I thought about that a little bit, too, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, there's some differences, but it's essentially the same mm-hmm. thing. She, you know, instead of burying the body, it's the ashes of the boy, and then he comes back wrong. Instead of being like a yeah. more zombie creature, he's more of a ghost, but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. Um, and don't get me wrong, I, I wasn't that hot in Pet Cemetery. I thought that dated quite a bit, but it was better than this. <laughs> oh, definitely. It's, yeah, League's better. Than, so, than you know, there's, there's that. Um, and then the worst part about it, or at least for me, was just, honestly, I just thought it was boring. Like, the, it was, yeah. Like, this is a total, like, check your phone movie, you know? Like, I, I was trying really hard to pay attention, but like, I couldn't help but be like, uh, maybe we should look at Facebook real quick for a second, or like uh, maybe I'll tweet something. Like, <laughs> yeah, like and that's like to me that's like just like the the death knell of a movie is like if I want to do anything else other than watch the movie, that's I, a I can pretty top, bad side. I can top that. It took me three. Yeah. It took me three sentences to get through this. Oh. <laughs> I watched the first twenty six minutes. I couldn't do any more. Then I came back and watched about forty minutes, and then I came back and watched the the final chunk. It probably would have been similar for me, but uh, because I was away this weekend, I had to like uh, do it like late last night just to make sure I had it in time for the podcast. But if I actually had time, I probably would have split it up at least two or three times. Yeah, it, oh, it, it's just a slog to get through. Nothing about it's interesting. The characters aren't relatable. Um, and I, like, a big thing for me is like, so the, the mother makes this decision to go and do this. Can you hear my cats? <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Just that one time. Because they're really loud to me. I can hear them properly and it's really yeah. getting in my nerves. Anyway, so, <laughs> the, the, mother, so the, the Indian woman tells mm-hmm. Sarah and Callis' character to, about this door and this temple and they should go and listen to the dead. She just believes her without a single moment of hesitation. <laughs> There's not even like a, this doesn't sound real, this sounds like fantasy. She just, yeah. be- and I, I get that she's grieving and she's kind of fucked up, but... You still would be skeptical. You'd, oh yeah. You'd ask questions. She doesn't even ask a question. She just quietly listens and then decides to go. 
And all I could think was, th this is one of the big faults of the movie, is this could have been an interesting first act. If it had the first act been, what are all the... Jesus Christ, Timmy, I don't know what <laughs> Right. If the first act had been, like, all the things that happen that eventually make her decide to go on this crazy trip to do this. Yeah. Because mm. not only does she have to travel to this place, she has to dig up the kid's body. She, oh yeah that was like jarring that that was, was like, so weird like they, they have three random locals help her dig up the body yeah. like, are they not asking questions do they not think this is weird is this normal in india i don't think it is <laughs> and then like she does that and she tells like uh and she just like basically just like leaves her husband like i think she just says like hey i need a few days to yeah she basically leaves him a note or a phone message something like that and, and it's like he he just seems like kind of cool with it like he doesn't really seem to try to get in contact with her or, or anything yeah she just I, abandons her daughter and her husband yeah i guess the daughter just chills <laughs> for a couple of days well she goes on this insane trip to try and talk to her dead son jesus yeah. Christ. The, i don't know like the the very broad strokes of the plot i think could have been interesting like you know the idea of like a doorway where you can talk to the dead um you know could be you know pretty cool and then like opening up having you know letting stuff in like i don't know to me that kind of appeals to me that was interesting but it's just it's just handled so poorly and uninteresting in this movie it's a it's kind of a shame yeah i i agree i agree it's uh pretty pretty dire stuff uh music is dull and just generic <laughs> there's lots of really cheap generic loud noise jump scares yeah, uh, that are just there. It usually involves a tribe-looking guy just sort of standing next to someone. Yeah. Now, I see. I had a question. Um, is, is this pre-spoiler territory or post-spoiler territory? I'll save it for spoilers, just yeah. in case. I, I don't think it's really that much of a spoiler, but just uh, just to be safe. Yeah. When anyone getting mad <laughs> yeah. that I ruined their experience of watching the other side of the door. Uh, do you know what the, the real personal attack on me is in this movie? what's that i wrote a short story in high school called the other side of the door and it was <laughs> much goddamn better than this <laughs> admittedly it wasn't a horror story it was uh it was a it was a bottle piece about two characters in a room being nervous yeah. about leaving it and the, the whole point of the story was to figure out why they were why they were scared of leaving um and it was implied that it was maybe like a they were at court because one of them had been convicted for a crime uh, you know there were, yeah right? Well, no, it was any good. I can't even remember. It's been 10 years. Come on. But, <laughs> Honestly, it sounds better than this. So. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it was the same title as something I made once uh, really annoyed me right from the get-go. Like, it was a personal hit <laughs> to my integrity that I just felt <laughs> in my soul. Man. But yeah, cheap jump scares, generic, uninteresting plot, un uninteresting characters, nothing interesting in the direction... Uh, the if if I can give one um maybe tiny compliment and it, it's 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 not gonna go far but like I know I thought like the I don't know, sometimes when they showed the ghost I thought it looked kind of cool like the one that had like the hands hanging from its eyes oh uh, like the moon yeah the, sort of the yeah I was like okay like this is kind of like a cool design but again it's like you know even if it looks cool but it's not being used well it doesn't really matter 
Yeah, I mean, I actually kind of agree with that. I think the ghost actually has a decent design. Okay, I, I, I will agree with that. That is the one positive you can maybe maybe give this movie. That is it. That is the extent yeah. of the positives. So it's I like think... a really tasty chicken nugget just in a big pile of shit. It's like, well, <laughs> it looks good. I want to eat it, though, you know? <laughs> I don't think it would even look good if it, if it was covered in <laughs> shit, Tim. It's not going to look good. That 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 metaphor is flawed. <laughs> flawed, I tell you, flawed. <laughs> but uh, I think we should we should wrap right. up the spoiler free section and get into, get the, into the the other side of the spoilers. <laughs> the other side of the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So full spoilers from this point on. You've been warned, but you shouldn't really care because it's terrible. So just stick around. <laughs> but you've been warned. Okay. So. So yeah, she she just goes with the the woman who knows three guys that'll help dig up the kid's grave. Yeah, because sure. So, so now, can you explain to me who those like uh, the tribe guys are? Yeah, because I I feel like I don't think the movie was confusing, but I feel like it was so bored that I must have missed like a few things here and there. I'd, so, like, I like. I honestly don't think you missed anything, Tim. I think they just... Like, I, I get I, what they're implying. They're implying that this is some sort of tribe that guards that door, and because they know it's got out, they're hunting it down. Okay, so I guess my big thing was if, if they were real, if they were ghosts, if they were, like, living or... Oh, no, I think they're real. people. Okay. I, I got the sense they were real, or at least... If they were, they were, they may as well be. Like, I, I don't know, yeah. but they... That's the impression I got, but yeah, the movie doesn't really do any sort of job of setting that up or explaining it or anything. They're just used for like jump scares, basically. Like you know, she turns around, and all of a sudden they're there. She sounds like ah, an Indian man. It's <laughs> so scary. Oh uh, yeah, see that one where she's with her daughter on the pier and she's like, "Who's that man, mommy?" And yeah. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, he's really far away." He's like, "No, not that one, mommy." And then he's like, right next to her. Yeah. It's <laughs> like so you would not like. How could you not notice? That? Yeah. Your peripheral uh, vision exists. <laughs> you would see that. Like also, like, I don't know. I, I'm sure they're probably some ancient tribe or something. But like, they can't be like. Um, I mean, maybe they don't speak English, but maybe they can speak to someone who can. Just be like, hey, listen, like. You know, this lady let something out and we need yeah. to find it. Like, you Also, know. would they not try and get some, like, civvy clothes when they come to yeah. the city to try and blend in? But no, they just... Uh, um, do, I don't know. Uh, so, so, yeah, so she goes to the door. She she puts the ashes of the kid in this little altar thing and she goes outside the door and sits and waits and the kid eventually comes. And, and this is, I think, the problem, even before we get to all the other problems with this movie, is that this part is just goofy. Like, see, when the kid starts talking to her, I'm like... Yeah. There's no way to sell this to me and make it sound creepy or cool or it just feels really hokey and cheap. Yeah. The the thing is, like, I, I don't know, like, what did the, the housekeeper expect their conversation to be like? Because, like, if, like, it'd be one thing if she wanted closure and she goes and speaks to him and he's like, like, don't worry, mommy, I'm in a good place now and, like, you know, I'm... I'm okay and like we'll be reunited like in the future like you know like he doesn't say that he's just like immediately like I'm scared get me the fuck out of here so <laughs> it's like of course what is she gonna do if like you know her son's just like immediately like open the door let me out like I, don't, I just don't, I don't know like what the housekeeper thought that conversation was going to be like 
I got nothing for you, Tim. <laughs> I got no, I got nothing to explain that. Not one thing. And then, and and this was like legit the kid, right? Like it wasn't like some demon or something like well, pretending to be him. See, at first I thought it, it might have been like a demon pretending to be him to get out, but then the ending implies yeah. that it isn't. The ending implies that the, the ghost of the kid was really there the whole time, but there was this other, this other ghost that came with him. Okay. Because you know the mum, because the mum sort of like sees the sees them and like, like let's let's uh, so, him possess her so that the, the so the kid that kill her the, instead. Yeah. So well, so then the kid that was possessing uh, the daughter that was like the legit the kid. Well, I don't know, because I suppose he was evil. Because <laughs> it just like it just makes it like you know, all right, like this kid's kind of a dick. Like, if, yeah. like if this was just like legit yeah. him and well, not a demon or something, he's an asshole. The, the moment he I was should sh- die. There was a couple of moments that I was speaking about with really shitty editing, but the one that I remember with the really shitty editing was when the daughter stabs the dad. And that it, was like, so bad. Yeah. I was, I was like, wait, what? It just cuts into his face, like really close. And when I say cut, I mean yeah. as a shot, not the knife. <laughs> the knife stabs yeah. him in the in the stomach or whatever. And it, the, the close up just comes into his face, and it, it just feels really awkward and weird and poorly yeah. shot and edited. Oh, it was so bad. Well, first they killed the dog, which uh, annoyed as an animal lover annoyed me. Uh, especially like feel like there's like no reason to it. Like there wasn't really like any like big weight to it or anything. Nah. And then the dad just kind of sees it and he's like, hey, well, like, what the hell's going on? And then, yeah, she's just like, oh, he was misbehaving. You're not going to misbehave, are you, daddy? But then, like, mm. before he even says anything, she just stabs him anyway. Yeah. It's like, hey, like, you know, at least let him answer. You know, at least let him, like, react first before just immediately trying to kill him. And there's a hell of a lot of waiting before we even get to all this carnage at the end because a lot of it is just... Oh, yeah. Like, the ghost of the kid's kind of there, and the mom reads to it, you know, <laughs> up in his old I, room. And I think at one point I checked the time, and it was like, 58 minutes had gone by, and I was like, are you serious? Like, I feel like nothing has happened. <laughs> like, 58 minutes, my god. And then there's like, half an hour more, I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then, I, I don't know, and then, yeah, then the woman gets killed by the ghost. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. We, we do the whole thing where the mum knows what's going on and it's bad now and she tries to burn all the kids stuff and the dad gets angry and thinks she's crazy and locks on her room Yeah. and it's just it's one of those frustrating horror things where one character knows this crazy shit's happening but the other characters won't believe them mm-hmm. and yeah. that can be really tedious because you see it a lot now it can still be done well and it can still make sense but like mm-hmm. at, at this point in the movie like I'm so tuned out at this point I don't care like this is just you're just delaying the ending. Yeah. <laughs> it it's funny, there's like so many like cliches in this movie. Um like, you know, like the whole idea of like the door is kind of like just this you know, like a plot device that we've seen in other movies, like you know, like you said, Pet Cemetery and stuff, like a way to try to bring a loved one back. Um and then you have like the you know, like father character that's like always away, never sees any of this stuff going on, and then like comes in at the last minute and you know, like gets killed or whatever. And you have the uh, you know, the person whose kid's being possessed, and they're like, you know, like take me, take me instead, and then they go yeah. into them and stuff. It just felt like such a like 
you know, nothing was original. Nothing was done as well as like the other movies. It's been and in... after, after the mum dies as well, it, it, it immediately just goes to that really sort of weird coda ending where the dads yeah. took her ashes to the thing. And, yeah, <laughs> like and this implies that it is really her though, and it was and it was really the kid before because she tells him not to open the door. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, because she actively says, "Don't open the door, don't let me out," and he's like, "No, I'm going to open the door." And it's she, and it's like, "Are you fucking shit?" And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> then it cuts to the credits, and it's like, so we don't even get. Not that I needed a happy ending. I don't care. Yeah. What ending we got at this point? I just wanted it to end. Um, yeah. But it was just like this is just a cheap, stupid. Everyone's ha- fucked ending. <laughs> and how the fu- how the hell did he know about this place too? Because the housekeeper's dead now. Yeah, that's true. I, do- I doubt the tribesmen are gonna tell him, unless just like everyone knows about this place and like you know the funeral director or whatever was like, oh by the way, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, if you want one last little uh, you know bit of phone sex with the wife, you can yeah. go down to this door <laughs> and uh, have a and chat. Then- <laughs> and. So and and I guess is this just where everyone goes when they die? Like, there's no heaven or hell. There's just like this weird forest where. Nah, I think at one point they say that, like, because the kid would eventually move on, but because she opened the door, he's now stuck here. Like, I, I think they, there was some dialogue to that effect. So. So then, like the so then the mom's like an even bigger asshole because like <laughs> she she basically fucked her kid and like. Yeah, he would have probably gone to heaven if she hadn't been like selfish and but of course why would the housekeeper yeah. mention that you know yeah and of course it's like it's like i said right in the the non-spoiler section i was talking about how selfish she is and how stupid she is yeah. like you know the whole try to commit suicide even though she still has a daughter just abandoning them to go and do this without even thinking about well or not it might be fake and just none of the characters decisions make that much sense uh, yeah. So, and when character decisions don't make sense, it makes a movie really fucking frustrating to watch. Yeah. And this was really frustrating. So, by the way, I got so bored in the middle of this. <laughs> see when the creepy stuff kind of started happening, and you yeah. can sort of see the housekeeper, the Indian lady, was kind of noticing. I started doing like a really bad Indian accent as if she was talking to the woman, <laughs> be like, like calling her a stupid bitch, and like, like I, I made this whole like like parody scene in my head because yeah. I, I had to entertain myself. <laughs> you know, in the movie. I'm not going to do my fake Indian accent on uh, on the podcast. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want no, hate mail. It's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, another thing about this too. And um, again, the kind of the thing that was like, you know, uh, remind me like the forest and everything is like, I don't know. Like, does it have to be a white person? Like, if you want to use this culture or this locale or whatever, like. Uh, why not just use like a, a native, someone that's native to that? Because I don't know, it just gives us like extra. Like I'm not necessarily saying that the movie's racist or anything, but it gives us this extra little thing that's like kind of weird. Like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't you know? say it's racist, but it, it's it's doing that thing where because it's an American movie, it has to be white American leads, yeah, not the main characters, and, and it just feels like a weird like invasion of their culture or something yeah. like. But it, it didn't even feel like it did, like, when you watch the, the American version of The Grudge, which was still directed by the Japanese director, you really get this sense of, like, it's kind of the point is that, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character is American because she feels so isolated because everyone around her speaks a different language, and it's kind of yeah. part of the theme of the movie, whereas yeah. here, like, nothing is done with it, this could have easily been more Indian characters, 
as the, yeah. the lead characters. Or, I mean, if you still wanted to keep it as, like, outsiders, you could have had, I don't know, British people, you could have had Australians, yeah. you could have had... And that's sure. assuming you want to keep it English-speaking people, you could... Uh, make them French, make them German, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, but yeah. you know, it's an American movie and they want their American leads and it has to be from their yeah. point of view. Um, that said, though, I am getting kind of sick of bad movies um, using other cultures to try and... Because, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what The Forest was. It was like, oh, this is Japanese culture. Right. Or yeah. American girls going to go in and get <laughs> fucked by ghosts. <laughs> yeah. It's... I don't know. Yeah, it just, it just feels odd. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it's... That's a bad movie. There, there, there's really nothing redeeming about it. No, I... Yeah, it's it's you know it's that worst kind of thing where it's like it's it, it it's everything that sucks about watching movies. It's boring. Uh, it's not so bad that it's at least like funny or entertaining to make fun of. It's just kind of a slog to get through, and that yeah, it really isn't anything I can think of that was enjoyable about it. So you get you get the thorough the th- thorough thumbs down from us yeah. on this movie and with that I think we should uh, maybe talk about ratings yeah yeah so well, how do what even doors yeah how many doors <laughs> out of 10 <laughs> are we giving um, the other side of the door Tim hit me I'll give it a <laughs> debate between like a Three, three point five, but I'll give it a, a solid three. <laughs> uh, the 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 little bit of points it gets um, for me is just the uh, you know again a little bit of the ghost design I liked, and then the the overall idea of it was somewhat interesting uh, to me. So it, it gives a few points for that, but yeah, that's I, I can't give it anything higher. Fair enough. I am going to give it a two out of ten. I would rank this below the forest. Let that sink in. Wow. Um, I think it. I think I forget what I gave the forest, but it's either like a two or a three. So right around that ballpark. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's a fairly like mano a mano fight between the two of them. Yeah. But if you really hate yourself or want to punish someone, you know, rent both. Give them a, <laughs> you know, just a god awful double feature. <laughs> oh dear. Dear, dear, dear. So, yeah, I, I did not like it. It gets a two because a one is birdemic and the, at least <laughs> the technical qualities raise it to a two at the yeah. very least. Um, and as you say, the one ghost had a kind of okay design. That's <laughs> it. So it, it gets a two out of ten from me. Absolutely <laughs> awful. Awful. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's the other side of the door. <laughs> Hopefully we have something better to talk about next week, Tim. Hopefully. I really hope we do. Me too. I I don't know if I can take a third bad movie in a row. It's going to hurt my soul. We should be very careful when picking because, I mean, we we pick it, so... (laughs) That's true. Let's try try to not hate ourselves this week. But we like to, you know, cover everything that's recent and stay topical for the most part. We like to do classics, but... Yeah, you we know. are thorough. They can, people can't, you know, they can, they can probably ding us on a lot of things, but thoroughness is it's not one of them. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Tim, 
Yeah. Where can people find you, should they wish? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm on the other side of this uh, door uh, where you can go talk to me. Uh, I, I was trying to make, you know fuck it. I was trying to make a joke, but even I I lost interest in the joke because it was so <laughs> close to the movie. I was like, I can't even joke about it. Fuck. Well, how about this? How about you, you can say they can find you on the other side of the internet. At. There, there you go. At uh, any social media stuff is at Tim Margulish, and you can check out uh, comic book stuff at uh, facebook.com slash goatmancomics. Uh, and you can find me on the other side of the internet on social media at wibble89. But that's us, guys. So, <laughs> so brings an end to this depressing, <laughs> boring journey mm-hmm. through a movie that was clearly made for February. Oh, yeah. This has been the other side of a door. On screams after midnight. <laughs> Keep watching scary movies, guys. We'll see you next time. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> see. <you. laughs>